It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Detroit City Cast with Dan Leach, presented by Bet Rivers. And what's going on, fine citizens? Welcome in the terrific Tuesday edition of the Detroit CityCast, brought to you by our great friends at Bat Rivers. And we're going to have a lot of fun today. First, you know, a, a tough loss for Michigan last night against Louisville. They had their chances in their first Elite Eight, chance to get to their first Final Four in Louisville, just too good. Van Lith and others couldn't get it done. And how about Naz Hillman and what a career she had at Michigan and what a, where this Michigan women's program is at right now. Uh, you know, it's it's very difficult in women's hoops, even in a Power 6 school, when you've got the Connecticut's and Baylor's and NC State's of the world that are just year in, year out so good, the disparity between the top, you know, 10 teams in women's hoops and then the rest is is getting closer, but it's still a pretty big disparity. But to see what the Wolverines have been able to do in recent years, the program definitely looking very good and on the upswing. So a tough loss to Louisville. Uh, an incredible game until the end. And then also that Connecticut game against NC State was amazing as well. Uh, so really good stuff going on with the women's tournament. I've had a lot of success betting the women's tournament uh, this year. We've given some plays out on the show. So we'll definitely have a play for the Final Four coming up in Minneapolis. And of course, we got the men's Final Four coming up this Saturday and then Monday as well. Also, today... The 35th anniversary, and I I can already hear some of you, and it'll be very few, but some of you, when I say it's the 35th anniversary of one of the great sporting moments that ever happened in the history of Detroit, 
people will be like, oh, it's not sports. It's not real. Well, it's a huge anniversary. Tons of you, the majority of you will agree with me that not only was it a sport, a sporting moment, but one of the, the best in, in the history of this great city when it came to sports. We're going to count down the 10 greatest sports moments that happened in Michigan, in the city of Detroit or the state of Michigan in the last 35 years. So we'll get to that in just a bit. But let's take a trip to the Motown betting window. And it's brought to you by our great friends at Bet Rivers. Uh, just going over some of the stuff that we've got going on today. First, you log in every Tuesday for a 20% profit boost on all NBA wagers. Gotta love that. Also, if you log into the Bet Rivers, uh, the website or the app today, you get a random profit boost for all LA Lakers, Dallas Mavericks wagers. And also, as we've been talking about, the Bet Rivers Tourney Madness. You log in, you collect all those 10 checks for your best chance to win that $10,000 top prize when it comes to what they're doing for the NCAA tournament. So please check that out. Also, some college basketball tonight. NIT, I'm going to give you picks on both those games. The NIT Final Four at Madison Square Garden. There's some boosted bets at Bet Rivers for you as well. Xavier to, to beat St. Bonaventure in over 140 and a half total points. It was plus 295. Now it's plus 350. And also Washington State to win versus Texas A&M. And the over 133 and a half plus 285. Now plus 330. Also, we've got the Pistons and the Nets. Of course, Jeremy Grant out for the season now. You got Diallo out for the season now. The Nets might still be the eighth seed, but one of the favorites to win the East, one of the favorites to win the title. Can they continue to flip that switch? We'll see. Uh, obviously, they've gotten Durant back and, and Harden, so you'll see uh, when, when it comes to what uh, you know the Nets can do. Uh, and Kyrie Irving's able to play at home now uh, along with Durant, but the Nets are 14-point favorites over the Pistons. Remember, the Pistons covered 14 straight. They've actually covered 15 of 16 and, you know, or I'm sorry, 15 of 17, and this is a game I'm just staying away from. Uh, the money line, by the way, for the Nets at Bent Rivers, minus $1,015. Uh, the Pistons, plus $750. And then the total, over 234 minus 108 under minus 113 It's a huge total. Uh, but just to stay away from me, I mean, the Pistons have been a great team covering some of these big spreads. But tonight, not feeling it. I would stay away. The only, the only play you're making is Pistons, plus 14, because they've been such a good cover team. But... I, I don't have a feel for this game at all. So it's a stay away from me on Tuesday night uh, with the Stones. Uh, the final four lines as they stand right now. Kansas minus 4.5 at Bet Rivers minus 109. Nova plus 4.5 minus 110. Kansas minus 200 on the money line. Nova plus 165. Total 132.5 over minus 113. Under minus 108. So we haven't really seen much movement on anything there. The total down you know, uh, up a little bit. Uh, and it's kind of floating around between 135 or 33.5 and 132.5. And uh, we're going to talk much more about these games as we get closer uh, to the Final Four later in the week. My early lead on this game, though, is Nova plus the 4.5. I like both the dogs because I think that you look at, at Kansas and Duke, obviously, of course, great teams. But Nova just continues to win. And Duke and North Carolina, Duke, a four point favorite right now at Pet Rivers, uh, minus 112. North Carolina, plus 4, minus 108. How can you go against North Carolina? What they've been able to do in this tournament. First time, by the way, can you believe this, that they've ever played Duke and North Carolina in the tournament after all these years as you know major rivals and all the games they played against each other. By the way, overall, uh, one Duke's up by one game in their overall series. They've played 200 times 
uh, since Coach K has been there. And it's been, or I'm sorry, 100 times. And it's 51 to 40, uh, or excuse me, 50 to 49 Duke in the 100 times that they've played since Coach K has been there. Moneyline Duke, by the way, minus 200, uh, plus 163 on North Carolina. Total 151.5, over minus 109, under minus 110. And this is the 100th time they'll play, but the first time ever they will play in the NCAA tournament. NIT lines, as promised. St. Bonaventure, a favorite over the two-seed Xavier. Minus one and a half, minus 110 is St. Bonnie's. The St. Bonnie's uh, at uh, 7 o'clock tonight in Madison Square Garden. And Xavier plus one and a half, minus 109. St. Bonaventure minus 124 on the money line. Xavier plus 103, the total 139 and a half. Uh, over minus 108, under minus 112. Washington State, Texas A&M. A&M minus two, that's the late game. Uh, minus 110 at Bet Rivers for A&M. Washington State, uh, which had a huge win over BYU on the road in the quarters. Uh, Washington State plus two, minus 109. A&M minus 137 on the money line. Washington State plus 110. And the total 132 over minus 110, under minus 110 at Bet Rivers. For me, the St. Bonaventure Xavier game, very, very, very tough. But I think you look at what the, the bodies have done throughout this uh, NIT. There's a reason they're favored. You, you can't go against them now. I don't even mind, you know, the extra half point there. Uh, of course, you hate having to lay one and a half when a game can be won by one and you still lose that bet. But I, I just, I have no problem laying the one and a half. Or if you want to go with the money line, I think St. Bonaventure in the end will win this game by three to five or more points. They're just playing too good. Xavier has been excellent, but uh, I think this is St. Bonnie's night to get to the title. And in the other game, yeah, Washington State, very impressive win uh, over the BYU Cougars on the road last time. But Texas A&M has been incredible. I've been riding them throughout this entire NIT. I'm laying the two with A&M against Washington State. Should be a very competitive game in the end, though. I think A&M's size and perimeter shooting will be too much. Uh, you can throw on the money line as well, but I, I have I have a play on uh, A&M minus one and a half, uh, and I'll probably maybe use the money line in some parlays with some NBA action later tonight. But I definitely like the bodies, and I like Texas A&M to play for uh, the championship in the NIT, which, you know, winner of the NIT is what, the second best team, in, uh, or the 69th best team in the country? So my dad would always say, no, it's not like that. Uh, the NIT still matters, but it's obviously not what it used to be. Sometimes in the past, in like the 50s, 60s, the NIT winner was a bigger deal than the NCAA tournament winner. Obviously, that has completely changed in the last 30, 40 years. But I'm going with Xavier, or excuse me, St. Bonaventure and Texas A&M tonight in the NIT. All right, coming up next, and that's trip to the Motel Betting Window, by the way, brought to you by Bet Rivers. And actually, I I, uh, I lied, I apologize. I did want to do one more thing before we get into the 35th anniversary, one of the great sporting moments in Detroit history. The futures odds right now at Bet Rivers, Duke plus 135, no movement on them to win it all. Kansas, 2-1, to one. Uh, we haven't seen any movement on that as well. Nova, 5-1, to one. and North Carolina, 5.5 to 1. It's basically been that same way since the lines were released a few days ago after the final uh, four was set. Those are your futures odds at Bet Rivers. And that is a trip to the Motown betting window brought to you by Bet Rivers. So coming up next, we're going to have some fun with this. I have carefully curated the top 10 best sporting moments that happened here in Detroit or the state of Michigan in the last 35 years because it is the 35th anniversary of one of the biggest 
And like I said, I know some of you, it's not sports, it's, it's scripted. I know that most of you, like me, and I was a huge fan of, of this as a kid and still, you know, love it to this day. You'll agree, it's a sporting moment. We'll get to that coming up next, right here on the terrific Tuesday edition of the Detroit City Cast, presented by Bet Rivers. No more football? No problem. Bet Rivers Sportsbook serves up tennis, soccer, hockey, college, and pro basketball, and more. Don't miss out on Bet Rivers' many daily specials or try your hand at live player props or same game parlays. No matter what you bet on, you can count on your withdrawal approval happening fast with more than 80% of withdrawals approved instantly at Bet Rivers. Get started with life after football with the Bet Rivers app. Must be 21. Playable in Michigan only. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 270 7117. So it's amazing to think, you know, I'm in my 40s now, but that it was 35 years ago today, March 29th, that, in my opinion, one of the greatest sporting moments in the history of Detroit and the state of Michigan ever happened. And it was, of course, Andre the Giant getting body slammed by Hulk Hogan at WrestleMania 3 the whole night. Aretha Franklin, uh, you know, just the the atmosphere in that building, the Drinking the Dragon Steamboat Macho Man match that lasted almost 30 minutes. The entire evening in the largest uh, attendance by an indoor crowd ever. I know it's one. It's still one of the biggest ever, over 90,000. I know some of you thought they fudged the numbers. But whether you're not, you, you believe wrestling is, is a sporting event. We know it's sports entertainment. Those guys are athletes, so we're not going to get into a debate about that. But I know the majority of you will agree with you. That is a, a definitely not just a, a great sporting moment, definitely one of the top 10 in the last 35 years. So I thought we could have some fun with this. And I've put together, for me, what I think are the top 10 sports moments that happened here in either Detroit, of course Pontiac, or the state of Michigan in the last 10 years. We'll see where the Hogan Giant body slam uh, gets put on this list. But I'm going to start with number 10. And there are a couple on here that were not necessarily wins, but were still incredible moments in Detroit sports history. And I'm going to start with 2009 and Michigan State. Michigan State gets to the Final Four. Gets, by the way, North Carolina is playing in the Final Four this weekend. They get to play in their own backyard at Ford Field. Now, I know they did not have a great uh, you know, time in that game. They got their, their butts kicked by a very, 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 very good North Carolina team. But after they had beaten Connecticut at Ford Field to get to the final game, I, you know, it's no secret I'm a Wolverine fan, but I always give Michigan State the credit they deserve. You know, it would be fair if I didn't. I'm always objective with them, even though I might not like them as a fan of, of the Wolverines. But I will tell you, there's been a couple times in my life that I wasn't like, I didn't have a Spartan jersey on or was full-fledged rooting for them. But I definitely, in a, in a way, was rooting for them. And that was one of them. When they played for a national title in their own backyard, because I thought, what would that feel like for the Wolverines to do the same thing? You know, to play, I don't think they'd ever play for a football title here, because why would they have the the, the CFP in, at Ford Field in a, in a cold city? Maybe it happens. But, of course, they could have the, the, you know, the Final Four in, in Detroit or in Michigan, and the Wolverines could do that. And for that, I was happy for my Spartan friends. Other time was that Rose Bowl win. Because I, I know what the Rose Bowl means. I've been in the Rose Bowl. I saw Michigan win the national title there. Th- those were two times I, I legitimately was was kind of rooting Michigan State on. Not like full-fledged. That doesn't, 
it's not the way I'm built as a Michigan fan, but I still can show some respect and deference to them. And that is definitely one time I was rooting for Michigan State in such a special situation, which obviously didn't work out. They lost 82 to 79, but yes, that was a, a special moment in Detroit sports history that happened here. That is number 10 on my list. Now, this wasn't a, a championship game, but those of you that were there, or probably many of you that were watching, felt it as well. But when you go back to 2013 and the Monday night football game with the Bears and Lions, with Jay Cutler and the six false start penalties and the building, the city absolutely alive. I'm oh, sorry, it was uh, 2011, not 2013. And that the Lions, you know, and their first 5-0 start since 1956, it was electric in that building. On Monday Night Football, Lions had Monday Night Football in a while. And I think that might have been the first Monday Night Football game. At, no, there, there have been Monday Night Football games at Ford Field. There was one of the preseason against the Rams. But just, you knew, and obviously it didn't turn into anything in the long run with playoff wins and things like that. But you thought that was the start of something really special. And even though it was just a regular season game and in you know the earlier part of the season in October, the city was alive, the respect level was there, Matthew Stafford was, you know, throwing dimes all over the place. You know, Javid Best had an 88-yard touchdown run. By the way, if people don't remember this, in Javid Best's last 10 games when he was actually healthy, the Lions were nine and one. So it just sucks that Javid Best, you know, had the injuries and stuff. But I'll never forget that night. I remember my man Terry Foster, who's become such a close friend of mine. After that game, you know, we had partied before and then partied after. And then my friends kind of, I think they ended up going because they had to go to work the next day. And I was wandering around downtown for a while after midnight. And I ran into Terry Foster. We went to National uh, Coney Island or to, uh, to America, Lafayette Coney Island and had, uh, you know, Coney's together and just kind of talked about, I didn't see Terry in a while talked about what that night was like for the city and, and comparing it to other nights that Terry had covered. And he agreed that it was definitely one of the most special nights, even though it was just a regular season Monday night game that we had had in the city of Detroit in a long time. So for me, that is my number nine uh, top sport, sporting moment in the city or state of Detroit, city of Detroit or state of Michigan since 1987, last 35 years. Number eight is that incredible historic Hulk Hogan slam over Andre the Giant at WrestleMania 3. The whole night was incredible. But if you were a wrestling fan, whether living here or anywhere around the world, you knew you felt that was the slam heard around the world. And just wrestling at its height, WrestleMania 3 was one of the great WrestleManias of all time. And it just was a special time to be a, a wrestling fan and to be here in Detroit. All the stars were out here. 90 plus thousand at the Silverdome. Uh, my all-time favorite building, by the way. So loud there. It was, you know, the, the ring was so far away for the wrestlers had to walk in. They had to carry, you know, take them in those little things, those little rings that would go, uh, kind of mobile rings, uh, mini ones that would take them from, you know, the locker room area all the way to the ring. And some of the guys were getting stuff thrown at them. I remember at the end, I remember the Giant was getting bears thrown at him after he had lost uh, to Hulk Hogan. But that was just such an incredible night. And that is definitely, I think, in the top 10 moments, uh, sporting moments in the last uh, 35 years in Detroit and Michigan history. Number seven. Now we're getting to games that actually, you know, were either wins or we'll get to some championships a little bit. 
But to me, that Woodson touchdown return on the kickoff, or on the punt return, against Ohio State in 97, I was there, you know, of course, against Michigan into the, what is back then, you know, it was a poll based on, you know, who ends up number one, but playing Washington State in the Rose Bowl was for the national championship. And the atmosphere that day was very similar to what it was last year against Ohio State. Kind of snowy, it was cold. Uh, and to see him get that punt return and take it back, the deafening noise at Michigan Stadium was something to behold. That was incredible. I'll never forget it. For me, that is the number seven moment all time in uh, the last 35 years of Detroit sports history. Uh, I'll, I'll just tell you, be there with my dad, and then he, he's like, do not storm the field, Danny. Don't do it, because I sat with my dad, uh, not in the student section that day. And I'm like, I'm doing it. And I go down, and I get on the field, and I had a Macanudo cigar. Uh, my dad got me into cigars. He always said, I don't want to propagate sin. But he got me into cigars, and I walked over, you know, I got over, jumped over the little brick area, got on the field, and I lit up the cigar. And there was a state trooper who was very nice. He saw me light up. He said, hey, Macanundo man, put it out. So, of course, I put it out. But then later that day, later that, you know, moment, as I worked my way, you know, further into the field, and my man, uh, longtime radio partner, Dennis Fifty, and I think to this day still doesn't believe me. I've sworn on my, you know, unborn children, my parents, my life. I was standing right next to Charles Woodson when Woodson had that famous iconic picture of the rose in his mouth. I was right next to him. And that was a day, of course, I will never, ever forget. So for me, that is the number seven moment of the last 35 years in Detroit sports and Michigan sports as far as moments that happened here in Detroit and Michigan. All right, number six. How can you forget March 26, 97? This just had its 25th anniversary the lead-up, the rivalry, fight night at the Joe, goalies fighting, Claude Lemieux, Chris Draper, everything about that night. I mean, I think when Joe's held about you know 19,000 or so, and I think there's about 120,000 that say they were at Joe Lewis that night. I was not there that night. I was watching that on TV, but I will never forget fight night at Joe Lewis, that old venerable building. That, for me, is my number six top Detroit-Michigan sports moment of the last 35 years as we do this in honor of the 35th anniversary of Hulk Hogan body slamming Andre the Giant at WrestleMania 3, which I still can't believe was 35 years ago today. Number five, we're into the top five. And this is a game I was lucky enough to be at, December 21st, 1997. A lot of great things happened in 1997, by the way. Uh, Barry Sanders' 2,000-yard game. First off, Jets, Lions, Lions got to win to get to the playoffs. Barry's going for 2,000 yards. There were two noise penalties on the crowd. They don't do that anymore. But back then, if the crowd was too loud and you could give the quarterback time, you know, ability to hear the, the, the play or the signals in his helmet, then there was noise penalties on the crowd. And it was Neil O'Donnell from the Jets. And, of course, Barry gets the 2,000 yards. They carry him off the field. Of course, Reggie Brown got hurt in that game. That was crazy. Uh, but being there with my dad and grandpa, it was one of the moments I'll never forget. And, of course, we haven't had a, a lot of Lions great, great, great moments. Of course, not a lot of winning moments when it comes to the playoffs or anything else. But that was definitely a day. I, I was crying at the end of that game. It will always be one of the most special moments of my sporting life because Barry Sanders will always be my favorite athlete. 
Uh, I guess never say never. There could be someone else that comes along that supplants him, but I doubt it because Barry's been my favorite athlete since I was a kid, and I'm in my 40s now. But that was an incredible, incredible day, and the energy and the noise and electricity, especially when he got the 2,000 yards, then carrying him off the field and Lions winning that game and getting the playoffs was phenomenal. Number four, back to the Lions. The only Lions playoff win in 60-plus years. I was at that game, too, in January of 92 against the Cowboys. Remember, the Lions and Cowboys were looked at as being the teams of the 90s. Well, Dallas sure was. They had three Super Bowl championships. The Lions, that one playoff win, Barry destroying Emmitt Smith. You know, Eric Kramer, the Potato Bowl whiz, uh, getting the job done. Of course, the Lions got their ass kicked by Washington the next week. It took me a month to recover from that, but that, that Lions playoff win was incredible and I'll never forget we'd had season tickets in my family forever but my dad had forgotten to order parking and normally the parking was I think five dollars in you know the lot right next to where we walk into our seats I think it was the east gate if I'm not mistaken and that day we get there and my dad had forgotten to order parking but it was twenty dollars and parking sometimes was like three dollars further away we had like parked across that little bridge 20 bucks in 92. It's like, you know, 80 today. I knew it was a big deal just for the $20 parking fee. Uh, but that was an incredible day. I'll never forget as well. Uh, Lions get that playoff win in January 92. We're to the top three. Number three, to be able to do it at home. The Pistons in 04, going to work, upsetting the Lakers in five games. You know, no one gave the Pistons a chance. And for me, on a personal note, I was in Atlanta at rehab the most serious time I had taken in my life at that point to get myself sober and stay sober and understand why I had a problem with substances. And I remember they let us watch the games every night in like the auditorium. They set up this big screen TV and we could watch all the games. And I know there was me and one other person from Detroit, but the high majority of the people there were from like the South or from Atlanta where I was at. And they all were behind me and the, the Pistons winning that. And I thought to myself, all right, if the Pistons against all these odds, no one gives them a chance, can win a title against the Lakers, then I can get sober. Because obviously the odds aren't great in a lot of you know times with people getting sober. So that was a very big moment in my life, sporting-wise, but also life-wise. So I'll never forget what that was like, being able to watch that uh, as I was in rehab in Atlanta. So that's number three. Number two, Darren McCarty, my man D-Mac, scoring basically the clinching goal against Philly in 97 at the Joe for the Wings to win their first Stanley Cup in decades. The, you could, whether you were, that's another game that, that 100,000 people say they were at, and there's only about 20,000 that could have been there. I don't care if you were listening on radio to, to Kenny Cal, if you were, uh, you know, watching the game on TV, if you were, you know, at the game. When that goal was scored, the entire city, state, Red Wings worldwide fan base rose up in one accord and knew that they were seeing one of the most special moments of their life. That was incredible. I've talked to Darren about that goal many times. And he just, you know, I, I asked him, what was that like for you to, what did it feel like? And he's like, I just felt like I was floating. You know, basically that's how he, how he described it. It was unbelievable. And the whole city was behind him. And here we go. The number one moment of the last 35 years. And I know that many of you will agree with me on this. It wasn't to win a championship, but this moment, no matter where you were, whether you're listening on radio or watching on national television or at the game itself, another one of those games that uh, about 40,000 people were at, but about 200,000 will say they were. But that 
beautiful fall night on October 14th, 2006. With one swing, Magalhães Ordonez erased all the years of frustration and got the Tigers to the World Series for the first time since 1984. I just, I know it wasn't to win a title, but as far as like just what a sporting moment, a pinnacle apex sporting moment means and what it's all entailed, at least in my life and and, and heart and, and love of, of sports, that and everything. One swing gets the Tigers to the World Series, the Dan Dickerson call, and the Tigers are going to the World Series. It just doesn't get much better than that. I know as we talked about some other things in the top, you know, five, McCarty's going out the wings to win the title in 97. Uh, obviously, the Pistons winning it in 04. That swing, that moment, that mob scene when he came around the bases and got to home plate, it was just this exhaling of love and years of frustration. And there's been so many great Tigers fans throughout the years here in Detroit. That, to me, was the number one Detroit sports moment of the last 35 years. Hope you enjoyed the list. Would love to hear your comments on this and maybe what your number one or top three would be. You can get me on Twitter at DanLeach971 and always have fun with doing these. One more time just to go over the 10 moments for you. Uh, Michigan State's Final Four championship appearance in 2009 is number 10. Number nine, Lions Monday Night Football against the Bears in 2011. Number eight, the Hogan Slam over Andre Giant. We were doing this whole thing in 1987. Number seven, Woodson's touchdown off the punt return against Ohio State in 97. Number six, Fight Night at the Joe, March 26, 1997. Number five, the Barry Sanders 2,000-yard game back December 21st, 1997. Number four, the Lions playoff win in 92 against the Cowboys. Number three, Pistons win it here at home against the Lakers in 2004. Number two, the Darren McCarty goal uh, to beat the, you know, to basically clinch the cup against the Flyers to win that first cup in decades for the Wings in 1997. And of course, number one, Magnolia Ardonez. The mob scene around home to get the Tigers to their first World Series since 1984. That was back in 2006. Hope you enjoyed the list. That's going to do it for us today. Until next time, keep reaching for the stars. Believe in the dream. Dan Leach, the Squatch, saying love to all of you. And I'm out.